0: Welcome to the Love Cars On The Grid podcast, your global motorsport roundup with me, Tiffany Dell and Paul Woodman.
1: Welcome to season two, episode three of Love Cars On The Grid, your global motorsport podcast roundup. And it's still kicking off with Formula Oof. One in the FIA. I saw your tweet, Tiffany Dell.
0: Uh, You're you're ruffling a few feathers, but I think... I've been fired up again. I've been fired up again. But but first, 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 though, I mean, the big news from last weekend, did you hear that Max Verstappen has lost the Le Mans 24-Hours virtual race? Uh, race. It was great of him to do it, though. He was was the star of the show, and uh, his team were out front... Uh, in the middle of the night, he was too aggressive over the curbs. You see, Max, you're too aggressive. Those guys lost control, took two wheels off the car, and had to retire. So uh, Max didn't win the 24 Hours. The virtual uh, 24 Hours of Le Mans. Uh, and in fact, British driver Oliver Rowland was part of the four-man team that won it, along with a Brazilian F2 driver, Felipe, um, Drug- Drug- Drugovic, Drugovich, a couple of gaming superstars. But it's incredible. They had a full commentary for 24 hours and. The skill of doing that. For, I mean, you know you know me, I crash after about four laps in those simulators. <laughs> but it's <laughs> great Sim- that Max had a work. go. so shame that he crashed out, but uh, but Oliver Rowland benefited. But yeah, going back to, to uh, this Massey thing, I mean, you know, I've been keeping a bit quiet because I've been waiting. We've had this time. First of all, last week, they told us, you know, Todd and... Uh, not Todd. Um, Toto had just had the meeting, finally, with Vince Lyman, starting talking about it, but... The, this is, you know, four weeks after the event. I thought Massey would, you know, hand in his resignation the day after. But and now these little sky Zoom meetings appeared. And to me, they're a real smokescreen, almost softening us all up. I have to accept that Massey will be back. And
1: of course, he'll be back.
0: And you know well, what? He'll I, come back as the victim. He'll say,
1: and they'll say, "Oh, he's had such a, a, a torrid time, and and there's so many know. trolls,
0: and people are, are being so nasty. They're being..." But nasty. he made so many mistakes last year. And he just he brought the whole sport into disrepute. You know, one of the biggest challenges. And in the Zoom meeting, they had first of all, Johnny Herbert was pushed out. The cheeky chappy, you know, who said, "Oh, of course he's going to be sacked. <laughs> of course he's going to be sacked. He can't continue. You know, he's lost the trust, and you can't have." He said all these good words, and he said. I can't think of anybody to take his place, you know. Then they moved to the middleman, Damon Hill, the hill was all well; it was all wrong, and you know, but but really, that's you know, a difficult job and I can't really think of anybody, you know. Then they move on to Martin Bundler, super serious Martin, you know, and they're sort of like trying to tell us that it's all too complicated for us fans, you know, and he, he gives this big chat about, you know, it's very complex doing 23 Grand Prix, it's a difficult job. And, You know, there's nobody else there that can do it. So my simple tweet, which got so much reaction, was that, so hold on a minute, if Massey had caught COVID, they couldn't run the Grand Prix because there's nobody else that could do that job. I mean, they must have someone.
1: Let me tell you a phrase. This is a beautiful phrase. The graveyard is full of indispensable people. We all think we're indispensable, but of course yes. we're not. If something happened, God forbid, to, to Massey, or, or you know, uh, whether he's was ill or COVID or whatever, life mm. would go on. Formula One wouldn't end if if Michael Massey suddenly said, actually, you know what, I can't come I back. I don't want to do it. And, and that tweet, I saw that tweet, I think it's had nearly 4,000 or over 4,000 yeah. uh, likes. Because, on you know, it. Damon Hill
0: responded to Kira did respond, to- but uh, Damon just sort of said, I vote for you. I mean, Damon's still. No, anyone, anyone inside the FIA and Formula One must know that there is a deputy there in case Massey fell down the stairs. They can't They can't have gone to a Grand Prix with nobody else able to do that job. You know, Martin said, "You know that if you get rid of mass, it won't fix the underlying problem." It will. Um, it I'm will. Willing.
1: He, he, well, is, he some... was in He was he was completely wrong. Yeah. He made a he'd a monumental mistake and error in the final race. But he made lots of mistakes and errors in lots of the races. But there was a monumental error. I mean, and 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 you know, it's. Have massive consequences, and it's not about Lewis or Max and
0: us. I know, exactly. We yeah, would be start saying Exactly. We're not saying it's the other way around. Exactly. We're not, not trying to change the result, all right? Okay, it's over. You know, Max is a very deserving champion. Lewis would have been Basically. a deserving champion. Both would deserve to be champion. We're not trying to change the results, we're just trying to get some credibility back to the public, you know, that, that can't believe that someone could have made. You know, he made, earlier in the season, he said, well, the pace car must continue until everybody's lapped. And then he made a mistake in Brazil when he, you know, when they didn't think Max was doing anything wrong. And he, He's made so many errors. And then, you know, out in, in Abu Dhabi, you know, when he's one lap, he says, you know, there'll be no overtaking by lap cars. <laughs> Next lap, oh, three cars can overtake, but not the car in between Max and Sainz. So So didn't have a chance to race, but Max did. I mean, oh. oh. But they're, they're we know, we, everybody right. agrees. There's Max fans, Lewis right. fans.
1: It was a farce, we know that. And it's even more of a farce now that we're not doing something about it. But the great news is on March the 18th, so only about four months after the incident, we'll get it announced what the final decision will be. Yeah,
0: March the 18th.
1: Amazing, March the 18th, four months after, um, because they've had to uh, cool down for Christmas and whatever, Four months for, a, for for some sort of announcement on this. Well, next
0: week, well, January 19th, they've got a discussion about safety car procedure. Oh, the, point, the other thing about the noise, because they, they think it's an American entertainment thing, we, we must have racing across the line. Well, the Indy 500 has, has finished under pace car, safety car, a few times, several times. You know, that's America's biggest race, uh, you know. I mean Americans obviously introduced pace cars, it's almost it's something that we the Formula One reluctantly followed. They called them safety cars instead of pace cars, you know. But you know, NASCAR have got their green white checker, so they do extra laps and extra laps. Well, Formula One couldn't do that, it'll run out of fuel. <laughs> but you know, there is no other way. If you're gonna have safety cars or pace cars, you know, they have to run their time on the track, and if it coincides with the finish. Remember, Bernie had that because Bernie didn't like it either. And he changed the, the, the safety car. Ending line not to start finish but just before the last corner. So, that if it happened that a pace car was still out on the last lap, they'd all accelerate to the last corner at racing speeds. At least it would look better. But uh, I don't know, it's just crazy. Actually, one thing if you want to look at BBC's, um, well, it's Andrew Benson, who writes for the Times the Motor Car, he's written a brilliant article, really good. If you want to go to BBC um, News or BBC bbcsport.com um he's come up with two really good candidates he's actually named names that could do the job hello martin Hello, no, dame no, johnny um read that uh. but it's definitely it's coming he's gonna stay he's- and it's gonna he cause is, he he's gonna say this something about
1: i've got a final word on formula one well two words actually my crack that's all i've got to say about it my crack. You're what yeah what well, just Please, there's children audio. watching Mike this. Crack has obviously uh, just been appointed as uh, head of... Oh, Master Michael Martin. Crack. No, it's not Michael. It's Mike. It's definitely not Michael. His name is Mike. So, Mike Crack, congratulations. That's one of those phoning
0: spoofs, isn't it? Oh, there, Mike. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. That's you. That's, that's no, Paul. Not, that's not me that's taking I'm not apologising. I'm
1: just saying congratulations to Mike Crack he'll say hello
0: hello tiffany dell i'm sure he'll be back at tiffany dell so exactly
1: <laughs> so formula one um it, what's happening let us know what you think below because we've Fascinated. If you if you're listening to some podcast and you get a chance, go on Twitter or go on. Uh, or Even Twitter. better. We both got work... verified this week. Two very worthy candidates. I've never tweeted. I only got. I tweeted once in, in the last five years, and I got uh, a blue tick, and you got a blue tick, and you're uh, no, a bit more deserving. If anyone
0: out there works in Formula One, inside the Grand Prix, and knows what would have happened in Massey fallen down the stairs? Who would have run a Grand Prix last year? We'd love to know that. Because the, there seems to be the door closed from those that do know that we've contacted so far. So, and
1: remember, somewhere, somewhere. One of the best quotes you'll ever hear. It's not mine, sadly, but I will quote it again. The graveyard is full of indispensable people. Nobody <laughs> is indispensable. We all think we are, but we're not. Let's move on. Let's move on to Dakar,
0: because that was really exciting. I yeah, yeah watch I mean, watched awesome just, just the few pictures. Weeks just ended last weekend, and some Sam Sunderland, it was amazing at bikes. bike, mean, they were both dropping five minutes, gaining five, he was the leader, then he was second, then he was third, then he was leader, then leader, and a uh, great Britain for Britain that Sam Sunderland came through his second win on the bikes, I mean, just amazing, amazing results and pictures, and our other three Brits, we only had about ten Brits in the whole hundred, as I mentioned, when it all started two weeks ago, so I've been keeping in touch with other bike boys, David McBride, an excellent 47th, Dave Mabbs ninety fourth, and uh, Simon Hewitt one hundred eleventh, and to show how tough it is for privateers like those boys, Simon Hewitt in one hundred eleventh was seventy four hours behind uh, wow. Sam Sunderland. You know, you, wow. that's. St- struggles they go through. I love those Dakar heroes. You see them digging it out and, and repairing the bikes. And,
1: and to put it into absolutely context, amazing. So,
0: the privateers will be turning up
1: to their tent absolutely exhausted, yeah. having food, sleeping for a few hours and doing it all over again. And, and, yeah. and the teams will be, you know, nice little massage and food <laughs> waiting for them. It's almost,
0: almost bigger congratulations to McBride, Mabs and Hewitt for finishing that most amazing event. Um, the cars, of course, Nasser al kept, kept going. virtually had the, the race won, in fact, in fact from, to word go, apart from a, a rear differential scare at one stage. But the others all lost so much time early on, uh, and, he, and he took his Toyota, his fourth win. He's done it 18 times now, the Dakar. Nasser, wow. a great character on the Dakar, and um, that's his second win, second for Toyota, his fourth win overall. We did have a Brit on the podium because Michael Orr guided uh, uh, Yazeed al Raji to third, so that was about our only, only Brit I think in the cars apart from the um the, the 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 bowler the bowler crew they're in their own class right and they they're in the open class and they were second out of the five and running in that class the only three finished the open class the bowler boys got there and they were one hundred and thirty nine hours off the leaders 139 Reliable. hours but they won it's their just class such such they won well, no they're second of their class they're second class
1: uh, and um, there's a nice bowler uh, video on our YouTube you haven't seen already with
0: Ben Collins, Stig. Yeah, uh, so have yeah. to check that out. Bowler. Sebastian cool. Loeb, second for ProDrive. Um, Audi was so impressive. I mean, you know, they all lost... them. Well, the two of them lost time on uh, navigation on that first day and, and Petter Hansel ripped a corner off. But they were so quick and uh, they, they looked great. They look um, amazing. And, you know, Dave Richards, funny enough, of, with these, his own... Um, what do they call these cars, X-Races, X the pro-drive cars that Sebastian for finished second in. He's saying, he's saying, unless they actually slow them down, you know, we remember the beginning of the rally, Carlos Science was moaning that the Audis worked to never have power. Um, Dave said unless they slow them down, they will dominate next year. And they did look, I mean, incredibly complex car. Audi said this is the most complex, you know, motor racing vehicle they've ever made. It's got this two-litre, I guess, two-litre turbo that just, kicks in whenever needed, charges the battery, keeps the battery charged up all the way through. So um, incredible, amazing from Audi, an incredible you know, debut.
1: And, and it's um, the type of thing that we will, can expect to see on the roads, although this is, uh, and I'm sorry to, this is a motorsport podcast, but if the government, the UK government has said that we've got to have electric cars by 2030, but why don't they just say, say that cars are got to be carbon neutral or, or, or completely, yeah. and then these manufacturers, the, the innovation that the likes of Audi, Mercedes, all these manufacturers have, let them sort the problem out. Don't dictate to them about they have to be electric cars, mm. but uh, because... Look the at hybrids, that car. hybrids
0: with, you know, green fuel, I mean, they're manufacture fuel now, and there's lots that can oils. be... Everyone's trying to rush us into all electric too quickly, you know, it's coming, but um, other Brits, we've got to give it mention. the other few Brits of the DAG car. Tom Bell came seventh in the, in the light prototypes, those little bungy-looking things. Uh, so well done to him. And then the classics was it Richard Watts and Nicholas Shackleton um, in the classic race finished 116th in their Mitsubishi Pajero? I don't know whether she's she related to Shackleton. That'd be a great story. if I well, wouldn't it ever. I don't know whether she is or not. But um, yeah, so anyone that finishes that event, huge congratulations. And I just love watching it. I thought it was brilliant been watching a bit of Shackleton recently with old Tenzing Norgay as well. Very fascinating. Ooh, ooh. Um, but we digress. Um,
1: what's coming up? Monte Carlo Rally uh, coming up. Yeah, That's quick mention, be before we go on to that,
0: quick mention Dubai, that 24-hour race. Amazing. 87 uh, yeah. cars for the 24-hour race. No good news for the Brits. out. There. Audi were one, two. Mercedes, third to fifth. Um, there were only, I don't know, quite seven British drivers out of the 320 in the race. So that... Um, Tech, whatever the word is, uh, series. It's very much a you know, European series, and it's full of French and Dutch and Belgians. We had just seven British drivers. We did have uh, Philip Quaife was part of the team that won the GT3 Pro-Am in eighth overall. Uh, John Logie was second in that GT3 Am in ninth overall. And Stuart Hall uh, was part of the team that won the GT4 um, in, in 30th overall in Mercedes. All in Mercedes, that lot. So at least we had three Brits on podiums out of <laughs> seven drivers. So we didn't do too bad. But yes, rallying, good. rallying you mentioned, and yes, the big build-up this week for this amazing Monte, the 90th Monte Carlo Rally. Wow! And it's you know it's these new cars, these new hybrid cars. It's going to be fascinating to see. Um, there's 11 of these RC1 cars. You know, privateers can't buy these factory cars. It's just the three factory teams: the Toyotas, the Hyundais, and the Fords. Uh, and of course, we've got Sebastian Ogier. Uh, coming back to do one with Toyota, we've got Sebastian Lowe getting the sand out of his ears and to do uh, a one-off with Ford, or he's going to do more. Craig Breen, the Irish boys in Ford, and um, Gus Greenspeed from Britain in Ford, uh, Funo, the French guy. Uh, Heindy, they've all got kids as well, because um, Heindy have got Oliver Solberg, 20 years old, going through ice and snow with Monte Carlo. And um, Toyota have got Cali Rovampera, 21-year-old. But, of course, the big one for us, the Toyotas, is Elfin Evans, who's missed the championship twice on the trot. But um, he's back for another season with Toyota. What I don't know, if Ogier is not doing the whole season and they're running one, two, is Ogier going to do team orders to let him win? It's, that's going <laughs> to intrigue me how that's going to turn out. And again, with Craig Breen and Sebastian Loeb, the Loeb's not doing them all. Uh, Hyundai have the same tier in Verloc octanac And that, as I said, Oliver Solberg. But, but these cars, I mean... They've got this hybrid that apparently gives an extra 100 horsepower, taking up to 500. But all the drivers, it's, it's very complex. They, they're having to work out and test how they're going to drive these things. Because you, you start from service with a full battery. So you can launch off the line with your 500 horsepower. But then, of course, it drains the battery and your hybrid disappears. Then it says the more you then brake, the more battery you'll get back. So you can have more 100 horsepower boosts. But that sort of goes against what you're doing as a driver. It almost sounds like you're going to have to brake more than you would normally. So you fill your battery up. Then when you come out of the hairpin, you'll have some boost. So they've almost got to change the whole way they drive in, in many respects. So, Rumbarai Bits is probably going to be a problem running these new hybrids. But they're, you know, manual gear shift, which I quite light. That's good. No yeah, clever nice. center diff. So some bits have gone back a bit to put the driver more in control. But I'm fascinated. I think, you know, it's going to be. A good series, I and mean, we saw it called Craig Bridge. You see that Shanti had in testing. Oh, I didn't see. Oh, go to YouTube for that one. I mean, these rally cars now, and I've always said they're too quick. You know, he, I mean, they just go through these. He's out testing in the in the Alps. And it's bits of snow and ice, and, and he's on it and he's going through at these incredible speeds. It's just like as if on rails. But then he just clipped a little wall on the left in an S bend, bounced him into the cliff on the right, and put him down into the ravines with the trees. <laughs> So, I mean it's just a tiny tiny error. the speeds yeah. they do is just frightening but yeah. you have to forget you know that's the elevens so 11 cars about winning But there are 75 cars on the rally and you always forget there are so many different classes of people trying to win um, but the only other Brits in the race very much Italians and French filling it out with their regular um because they do a lot of a lot more road rallying than we have in Britain and it actually shows how bad we are in Britain for you know not producing future stars but uh, Chris Ingram, we mentioned before last year, he's back again with his faithful mate uh, Ross Witter in their Skoda. He's in the RC2 class, so he's the only other Brit in it. So, um, so we should let's be hope. looking out for Chris him. Chris comes forward, far. yeah. Give exactly. him a so Elfin... How to watch? I don't know fun Thursday night it starts um, till Sunday afternoon wrc.com everyone raves about because you don't need to watch it. just
1: listen to this next Monday that's all you need to do forget BT what, Sport live, ITV4
0: both live dude, motorsports overrated. just
1: listen to this wrap up uh, 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 on a Monday evening um, no, those rally boys are, I mean, oh, oh, they big cojones got those be. boys big big cojones lots of skill as well uh, Formula 1 testing where's the Formula 1 testing
0: Tiff? No, it's not. It's, I was thinking it was sooner than it is. It's, it's February the 27th, 23rd. Uh, I thought it was uh, January twenty third. the notes.
1: I, 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 you're trying to catch me out on that one. No, it was
0: all the launches. They're now doing they're now, the big press release. You now have a press release to launch the date of the launch.
1: <laughs> OK. <laughs> we need to get on it. We need to uh, be more, be more uh, formal like uh, the FIA, like Formula One. And on that note... That's kind of it isn't it It's not the most exciting of weekends but the FIA let us know what you think below and on on, on on the old Massey saga and uh, if you've got anything you want us to cover any as always let us know in the comments below. get get, get involved get amongst the comments.
0: <laughs> See you next cheers week. everyone bye.